Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Friday the 5th of November. It's Bonfire Night. You're listening to Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk Radio. As well as listening, you can, of course, also watch the show live. Talk Radio is now on your TV. Download the Talk Radio TV app or go to talkradio.tv for details on how to watch. Coming up, Boris Johnson faced a backlash from Tory MPs following an embarrassing U-turn on the decision to prevent a former minister being suspended from Parliament over breaching lobbying rules. Owen Patterson then resigned as an MP yesterday, blaming the cruel world of politics. Meanwhile, Britain has become the first country to approve an antiviral pill to treat COVID for hundreds of the most at-risk patients. And the NHS has launched a security review after it emerged that a double killer had been able to sexually abuse the corpses of more than 100 women and girls in hospital mortuaries. 6.34 is the time. This is Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Very much appreciate you joining me. Um, lots of stories to talk about, political stories. We're going to come back to a bit of COP uh, and uh, the future of coal on this planet uh, as well. Uh, and uh, we'll also be paying tribute to the shapeless legend that was uh, Lionel Blair, who sadly died at the age of 92 yesterday. And we will touch more on that just, uh, uh, frankly, baffling, horrific and sick-making story uh, about the abuse of, of corpses uh, in mortuaries. Just horrific story, but I'm obviously we're going to be aware that uh, you will be uh, trying to eat your toast or your cornflakes this morning, so don't don't uh, uh, be too fearful of, uh, of what you might hear there. Uh, right now, though, let's uh, talk about what on earth is going on in the world of politics. Lauren McCabot is joining me all this morning. Well, she would know. She's a former special advisor uh, in government and she's joining me all this morning to give her tuppence worth on all the stories. Good morning to you, Lauren. Good morning. Um, it, we've had an extraordinary few days. Um, we we start, It's not gone well. It's, it, I think we can safely say it has, <laughs> it has not gone well. That, that, I think that... I think that if there was not a meeting this morning in number 10 that didn't have a it has not gone well moment, then I would be very surprised. So yeah. Let's just recap for, for listeners what's what's actually been happening. So we, we had a we had an investigation into Owen Patterson, a former Environment Secretary, uh, Tory MP, and and it was found that he had been accepting cash uh, to lob for, from two companies, a total of 500,000 over, over, over five years on top of his parliamentary salary, which he had been taking and he had been effectively lobbying on behalf of those 
various companies to uh, to government ministers. Now, although he's entitled to earn money outside of Parliament to have as many other jobs as he wants, you are banned from as a, as an MP from uh, using your position as an MP to lobby on behalf of private interests for which you are paid. Um, so he was not allowed to do that. He was found basically to be in the wrong. He says there's no appeal. He says he's uh, he's not done anything wrong. It goes to the Standards Committee in the House of Commons. It's cross party with a bunch of lay people, including the three MPs who sat on the panel. They voted for him to be suspended for 30 days from Parliament. When it came to Parliament, there was an amendment from one of his colleagues and mates, Andrea Leadsom, a uh, former uh, Tory um, minister as well herself, but, and backed by the Prime Minister with a three-line whip from the Chief Whip, um, although not actually obeyed by too many of the Tory MPs, which basically they were trying to overturn both his suspension and the whole system for looking into MPs. That's when it all got even stickier because accusations of one rule for them, one rule for us, accusations of Tory sleaze, cash for questions, lobby scandal, all blew up in the Prime Minister's face. And then he went, oh, I don't like some of these headlines in the front of the papers yesterday. And he decided to backtrack. And they've ordered a, early next week a new vote on this to separate the two matters, saying that actually Owen Patterson should face his suspension as normal. Um, Owen Patterson not even told about this backlash. Apparently he hears about it from the BBC while he's in a supermarket shopping. He then resigns, blaming the cruel world of politics. And now we've got a by-election. So that's where we are and how we got here. But what on earth, as someone who's worked in government, Lauren, what on earth happened behind the scenes that meant that we got here like this? Do you know, I really, I honestly couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you the steps that they took to get to the decision that they made to try and overhaul the Standards Commissioner with a vote and force MPs into it on their side. It, 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 almost everything about the decision-making process over the course of the last five days is a total mystery to someone who has done any form of party management in the past, I really cannot fathom how it is that they managed to back themselves into this corner, make themselves look appalling, and then last less than 20 hours and flip the whole thing around again. I mean, Unless this... it was all a sustained joke on the part of Jacob Rees-Mogg who had to go and reverse ferret the entire government. I, mean, I, mean, I really cannot fathom what they were up to. Who, I mean, who knows? I mean, that, that would be a more, a more sensible explanation. A lot of people, and I have to say, I think that Angela Rayner has been speaking for a lot of how a lot of people feel in this country, regardless of their political persuasion, mm -hmm. and feel that actually an awful lot of this is down to the hubris of a government and, and, and a party that's been in power since you know 2010, um, thinking, frankly, we can change the rules whenever we want. The rules don't apply to us. We can do what we want. We protect our own. Um, we, we, you know, we, we, we can get away with anything. Look at us riding high in the polls. We can do what we want. And, you know, it appears that actually that is not the case. We know that, you know, some hundred Tory MPs basically balked at voting um, with the government on this and thought it was the mm. wrong thing to do. Uh, one one actually sort of parliamentary uh, sort of junior uh, figure in, 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 the, in the government lost her job after she refused to vote uh, the right way of the government, well, the wrong way, one would say, of the government, and then had to be reappointed. I and mean, good for her for, for, for sticking by her, her standards on that. But the, the whole thing has left a very unseemly mess. And although... Most people probably won't be, they probably wouldn't recognise Owen Patterson's name or his face if they saw him. They probably wouldn't know all the details and ins and outs. But the general message, the general sort of aura around this is that, is that, um, well, you know, someone got paid a heck of a lot of money to do something that was not allowed in the rules. And they were trying, they, and, and, and Boris and his chums tried to protect him because he was one of theirs. That will not sit well with a lot of people. 
No, and I, it's one of those things that I think really will stick, actually. And it's not because Owen Paterson is a, is, is a household name. Um, and it's not because the thing that he, uh, you know, did that he that he denies having, you know, at least I think he's denying the intent uh, behind what, it, you know, what, what, what it is they say they did, that he did. What will stick is you are an elected representative you know, we can't stand elected representatives. You will make too much money anyway. Um, and in making too much money, um, you know, you have you have broken all the rules and every, you know, the old boys club has come around to protect yeah. you. That element of the story is going to stick and be quite damaging for some time. And the Labour Party will do the running on making making everybody look pretty bad for this, um, which is extraordinary when you consider that on the very same day, a Labour member of Parliament was yes. sentenced for threatening to throw acid in someone's yes. face. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It is an extraordinary thing, and, and that that has barely even made it onto any of the front pages. I, I, and I think, I think I the think, metro. I think, have to got be fair it. to the metro, yeah, they've, yeah. Got a, they've got the split page on the metro, making everybody look marvelous first thing. Well, well, exactly. But yes, she got a ten-week sentence, suspended for two years. So all Claudia Webb has to do, she's now because she's been thrown out of the Labour Party. She was now an independent MP. She was a Labour MP when she made these threats, and the whole way through this court case. Um, but um, she, uh, when it, she, she, all she has to do is to remember not to. Throw threatened to throw acid in someone's face for the next two years and then and then she's fine um i mean it is extraordinary that that you know she's not being punished properly for this now there are other people in the last few days who have threat made similar threats who have been sent to jail um there are yeah. going to be an awful lot of people who just go well hold on a minute what is it mps can do and still get away with now well, what I find interesting about the whole Owen Patterson situation versus the Claudia Webb situation is, you know, in anyone looking at what Claudia Webb threatened, which was not just to throw acid in someone's face, it was to leak nude pictures of them yeah. online. To their child. And saw, yeah. Exactly. And saw a two year suspended sentence would say, gosh, that's awfully light. Now, if anyone in the judicial system of the government calls in that sentence for review, now it looks politically motivated because the government has been you know, essentially messing about in oversight in relation to members of parliament in the last in the last 24 hours the, i strongly suspect the justice secretary can't call this one in for review um i can't remember if it's the justice secretary or the ag who does it but they can't call it in for review because now. because then everything because, becomes politically motivated but again yes. we've, we've also got we've got next early next week again it's all going to be brought up again we're going to have mm -hmm. another vote next week we've got an opposition day debate that's been a, a one uh, uh, by, by the Liberal Democrats uh, for the whole three hours to discuss uh, all of this. So that's going to be all over the news again, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, we've got a vote on another Monday and Tuesday, I think before Parliament uh, breaks for another one of its random recesses that they have whenever they feel like um, next week uh, to basically separate the votes on Owen Passon and on the issue of whether or not the, the, the system is changed. Um, and, and so that's going on. And then we're going to have a by-election and again, Sleaze is going to be brought up then. Um, number 10 have absolutely shot themselves in the foot, haven't they? And there's no doubt at all. The polls are now, again, these things can just be forgotten. They can be, you know, to, you know, yesterday's, you know, yesterday's news is, you know, tomorrow's chip paper and all that. But there has been a hit in the polls. And the trouble with these these stories is they do actually sort of, they, 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 they come on top of a general, you know, a general well, theme that a lot of the public has. It smells. Yes. The trouble, the trouble with this one is it smells. Uh, you know, it literally, it is a huge whiff off this one. And um, it, it, it doesn't matter if Owen Patterson feels that he was doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, at, at the heart of this, all of this is his view that there was a tainted milk scandal coming down the lines and he had a, a, you know, a duty to report it. 
Now, the general consensus on parliamentarians and, and you know, and, and how they operate is that that duty of service uh, does not include a hundred thousand pound fee. You don't, yes, you wouldn't be paid to do that. I mean, just finally on this issue, there is still the the, the matter of the prime minister and the huge uh, donation that ended up paying for the refurbishment of Number Eleven Downing Street. The electoral commission is still looking into that because if it was a Tory donor's money that went via a Tory central office, that had to be declared. Prime minister should have declared it. We've had various investigations into that. Again, all very complicated. Lots of different bodies. Some of them, you know, effectively, you know, people marking their own homework and the like. And there is, again, just a general feeling of these people are getting away with stuff. You know, most of us don't get given hundreds of thousands of pounds to, uh, to, to you know, to have our homes refurbished and re-wallpapered or, or to, uh, uh, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, to lobby on behalf of a company. And that, there's, there'll be a general feeling for a lot of people that these, these people are getting away with something. Yeah, and this general feeling is going to linger, let's not forget, over not just this by-election, but over the four by-elections that are coming up yeah. now. We'll have a by-election for this. We'll have a by-election for the late James Brokenshire's seat. We'll have a by-election for the late David Amos's seat. And as far as I understand it, we'll have a by-election for Claudia Webb's seat. Um, that's four snaps that the electorate get at the government. Yeah. And this is one of those stories that's going to pong for quite a while, actually. That's a very good point. Uh, 6.45 is the time we will be uh, talking about this incredible story. I mean, it's just absolutely beyond, it's mind-bogglingly beyond awfulness. Uh, the, this depraved killer who has abused over 100 women's bodies in mortuaries. Um, how many more did he defile, people are asking, but also how on earth was it able to happen? If we go back to uh, the Jimmy Savile days, um, uh, that actually there were supposed to be safeguards uh, in place. We'll be talking about that uh, and uh, some, you know, Good news on COVID uh, coming up. This is Talk Radio. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.